0: Yay, okay, welcome, oh my gosh, Um, welcome to podcast 14 of EmpowerYourOils.com. Today we are diving into the oil of physicality.
1: Empower Your Oils, it's essentially magic, a podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist, hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Terra Essential Oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Jutera essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com.
2: Hi everybody, it's Janet. Um, today we're going to talk about the empowerment of patchouli oil. And patchouli? cuckoo choo, choo. <laughs> And I'm having a patchouli daiquiri, today, which is interesting and kind of good of course the more you drink it the better it gets
0: (laughs) (laughs) the more you drink it the better it gets awesome yay well happy new year everyone this is gina and i um i'm excited to be here and this has been such an interesting oil to work with over the last uh, couple of days and hours for sure and I'm actually not drinking. I always um, stop drinking the first forty days of the year, and so I will be dry for the next I think six episodes. so today I'm having a patchouli shake, a milkshake and actually, if I was drinking, I would easily have put in a shot of bourbon in it so you can still make it um, delicious and boozy if you choose to but um yeah, so I'm having a patchouli milkshake with uh, lavender whipped cream, which is actually
2: pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. That sounds really yummy. Interesting. Everything. Lavender whipped cream. Yeah.
0: Well, I screwed up. I was going to make patchouli whipped cream, but then I grabbed the wrong <laughs> bottle and the lavender. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit. And then I was like, well, patchouli and lavender actually are really good combos together. And so I was like, well,. And the lavender whipped cream was lovely. So then I just made put my patchouli in the vanilla milkshake, and it was perfect. So, cool. Yeah, it was very cool. How do you make your daiquiri? What's in
2: it? It's actually really easy. It's just um, rum. I used some dark rum and lime juice and some simple syrup, which I made into patchouli simple syrup. And you just throw it in the glass with some ice, and there you go. Cool, so it's kind of like a, oh, I guess it's a daiquiri.
0: I was thinking, I always just think fresh lime juice and I think of um, margaritas, but no,
2: indeed it is not a margarita. No, not even close.
0: Awesome, okay, cool. So how has it been for you um, working with patchouli?
2: It's pretty interesting. I've not really dealt with it very much And it definitely doesn't smell like I thought patchouli smelled like. (laughs) You know, we always, we were talking about this earlier that, you know, we think about patchouli and hippies go together. And that's not what I thought that hippies smelled like at all. So (laughs) that's
0: hilarious. So my daughter Heather loves patchouli and um, I've not been a big fan. I haven't used it tons and tons. What I knew about patchouli before I started doing research for this, pod was that it was yes hippies used it um I knew it was good for skin but I didn't know why or how and I knew it was good had something to do with money and then um gosh there was something really important I was just going to talk about
2: what does it have to do with money
0: so someone taught me a long time ago and I think it was my good friends Natha's mom To draw a dollar sign on, like a a money, the you know the money sign, the dollar that's a dollar sign, right? The money sign is a dollar sign.
2: Yeah.
0: On either a piece of paper or a dollar bill, and to keep it in your purse or wallet, or to put it on your altar, and then it's supposed to be um, good luck and bring you money. And so, um, the other cool thing is that um, patchouli is really super rich and earthy, and so because that. Um, is one of the properties that they say that that is, it's used in bringing in money and prosperity in kind of the magic world. And so it's just kind of earthiness. And so that's like fertility and and abundance and prosperity. and Yeah. So that was kind of the cool thing. Huh. But when I was doing research on the whole, I wanted to see why it was associated with hippies because that's the same thing. I've always been, um, Like anytime I think of patchouli or I smell patchouli, I think my mom maybe didn't like it and she might've associated it with hippies or something. I have no idea. Anyway, so when I was doing some research, I found this person who asked why and I won't read the whole thing, but basically the gist of this man that answered was that in the 60s, it was a rumor that people were trying to cover up the smell of marijuana but that actually wasn't true. The, the, the thing was was that the people of the 60s wanted to absolutely not be associated with the, um, I guess, the, the norm. They wanted the to wear the what? The establishment. Yes, yes. To love old spice is to love the establishment. To love the smell of patchouli is to love the smell of nature. But it was really fun because he was just like, man we just were aware of all things outside the fucking box. And we wanted to just be different. So it was kind of like a rebellion. We just didn't want to be anything like, um, he just kept calling him the straight people, which I feel like was like the older generation. So it was like a statement, we wore different clothes, we talked different. we listened to different music, we had different values, we embraced different ideas. Um, so, of course, we had a different cologne. I ain't a fucking duplicate of the old folks. So it was kind of funny to, <laughs> to read that. It kind of made me giggle, but I loved it for this whole thing about, um, I don't know, this whole thing about January and it's a brand new year and everyone's getting into like, what goals are you going to have and what resolutions are you going to set? And now everyone's going to try and lose a bunch of weight and get healthy and get skinny and make more money and I think all of that stuff is fine and okay but I guess I loved that we were starting with patchouli not only because of all the awesomeness that we're going to get about but because it is a symbol of of a genre of people who went outside the box and went outside the norm and I feel like name go
2: ahead. As I like that they were rebels and it was something that was kind of, you know, sticking it to the man sort of. <laughs> yeah. Which of course, you know, I've always kind of identified with rebels. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's interesting because the, the the benefits of patchouli, the emotional benefits it really brings you to be present in your body. And so it's a grounding oil, um, it brings in balance and stability. So when I think of hippies, I don't necessarily think of the genre of a hippie to be balanced or stable or even grounded. So it makes me giggle in a way that maybe they actually chose this oil or this oil chose them because they were so far out into the ethers and they were so far out into their out thereness. ness that they did need something to ground them to keep them on this planet. I don't know. That just came to me. So it's kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, that seems right.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: When I think it's interesting because some of the positive properties besides grounding is their moderation, balance, stability, present, physically expressive, and contentment, a body contentment. So, yeah, they probably needed a lot of those things.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I think about hippies, so patchouli brings confidence in the body as well as grace, poise, physical strength. Um, It reminds individuals of their childhood experiences and to use their bodies for play and fun. And on the deepest level, it assists an individual to feel at peace while being present in the physical body. So I guess in some ways, you know, when I think about the genre of hippies or what hippies represent, I do believe because it's in this all loving, love your body, love everyone, love each other. Um, there's a space of acceptance in body acceptance in that genre. True. You know?
2: It's like you don't really think about that part, but that's really pretty true. Yeah.
0: It is awesome. So I talked about my um, favorite use which was either to give a bottle to my dollar daughter. <laughs> it's actually probably my only favorite use. <laughs> <laughs> or um, the draw on a dollar bill and keep it in my purse, which truthfully, I'd kind of forgotten about until we started doing this. And I used to do that in my 20s. And so I will start again, um, putting, drawing a little dollar sign with my finger and you guys can do join me if you want and Put a dollar bill in your wallet or on your altar or in your car or something.
2: I might try that. Yeah, I think you should. Um, since I, I hadn't used patchouli hardly at all before we started researching this podcast. Um, so But after I started to, I decided to um, use it on my feet with vetiver every night before I go to bed to help me sleep better. Um, And have you been sleeping better? I've been sleeping. I I guess I am because I'm waking up kind of on my own before the alarm goes off, so. Nice. Getting some better sleep at night. Nice. When I was doing research for
0: next week's oil, that's actually um, another one, so maybe you can do research. Maybe you can add next week's oil to your feet, and then next week you
2: can tell us how it goes. I'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be putting, like, 36 oils on my feet every night. Right. Well, remember when we were like, I don't know what I'll use
0: Murph for. And I was like, Oh she are like, Oh, well I guess it's in my thyroid. I swear to God, like for seven weeks every time we you do something you'd be like, well, that's in my thyroid roll. And well, that's in my thyroid roll. On. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's a dang powerful little roll on. It is. Your thyroid is going to like duplicate and start replicating itself. And maybe you can sell them to other people. Cause so many people don't have good
2: thyroids. No, so true. Be my new my new business, business. Right? the thyroid <laughs> replication place. <laughs> I mean, like I don't
0: know. You might be able to make a lot of money if you if you can only replicate a really healthy. I don't even know why we think dirty oils would replicate. I don't know either. <laughs> do replicate instead of duplicate. Because is there a difference between replicate and duplicate? um I don't know I so when I used to watch used to watch in Seattle I got hooked on this thing uh this little thing called Stargate which is like Star Trek but it's not Star Trek it's Stargate and there was uh there were these things called replicators which were these like little um metal spiders that literally would replicate and you couldn't really kill them because if you like shot them then they would break up into all these little pieces and then they would grow up to be bigger. So like if you shot them, there was actually more kind of like trouble with tribbles, you know, like just like duplicate and du-
2: anyway. Okay. So maybe okay. that's different than duplicate because duplicate, you're just making another one just like it.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to Google that. Okay, onward and upward. Oh. Do you want to talk about one quick fact of the day?
2: Sure. Um, I had no idea about this, but patchouli is a member of the mint family. Which is interesting um, to think about. So it's like you make it from the leaves, which makes sense because that's how you make the mint oils too, is from the leaves. Um, and it's also known to help with your skin imperfections. So I have to add that to my stuff on my face. <laughs> I know. I was going to say
0: what what you right now you're putting on um, frankincense. Frankincense, right. So, uh, it does talk about adding to help for appearance of wrinkles, blemishes, or skin problems. Interesting. Well, I I put some in my water last night, my hot water. I drink hot water a lot just to see because I never ingested it. And it's, I thought it was going to be horrible, like myrrh, and it actually wasn't. It's really herbaceous. Like, it does feel like you're licking a forest floor. Uh, (laughs) It did. And then it like stayed in my cup. It was kind of really weird, but um anyway, it was really great. So it's really good for skin and it's really grounding and balancing and calming. Um, I also think of of this as a masculine essence in a masculine perfume, Patchouli really is kind of used as a lot of in a lot of perfumeries Perfumes. stuff. <laughs> perfumes okay blends well with frankincense geranium ginger lavender peppermint myrrh
2: okay cool in my in my book that i'm looking at it it blends well with grapefruit bergamot cypress sandalwood vetiver and clary sage so it must blend with lots of things (laughs) it must how funny i don't know what book
0: you're looking at what book are you looking at
2: I'm looking at the Essential Life book. The Essential Life, who is not a um,
0: sponsor of us, but we use it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was the one I was looking at. And Emotions and Essential Oils, uh, a modern-day resource for healing, is our favorite book, although they are not sponsors of our blog, but we love them. And so uh, we wanted to start really this year out – With this oil specifically, because it is the oil of physicality, and it is the oil to eliminate body shame. It eliminates disconnection from your body. It eliminates judgment of your body. It eliminates tension in the body.
2: It also supports you to becoming fully present in your physical body. What does that even mean to you, Janet? Well, you know me. I don't know a whole lot about being in my body, because I've tried to never be in it for a long time. (laughs) But I think it's just to feel like, you know, not all up in your head and kind of loosey goosey, thinking about things that aren't real. Um, so I think, you know, and actually feeling your body and going, oh, and noticing when things are happening to it instead of like having a stomach ache for six years and going, huh, I never noticed that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you speaking of like your drive to
2: work every day for six years?
0: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe.
2: So So I think being present in your body is to notice what's going on in your body and, you know, thinking about it and questioning it and going, huh, I wonder why this shoulder hurts really bad every day.
0: (laughs) It's really interesting. I had a client come in the other day and she was holding her jaw and her neck the whole time. And I was like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And I was like, well, you're really holding your jaw and your neck. And she just kind of like relaxed. And she's like, well, I guess I'm in a lot of pain. I was like, well, you didn't know that? And she said, well, I guess I must have, because I think I was holding it, but I don't know. And anyway, she shared with me that something like four times, someone had said something very similar to her. And So basically for a week, someone pointed out to her, some sort of something was happening to her. So she was definitely disconnected from her body. So I think that it's so much more common than, like for me, this is so simple. Like, what do you mean you're not connected to your body? But apparently it's kind of a thing to not be connected to your body.
2: It is. I think it's way more than you could ever imagine.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what an interesting thing coming into a new year, where generally people for some reason feel like the last year was the worst year on the planet and that they're fat and that they need to get healthy and that their life is not great. And so I don't know. I It's not that I'm not a fan of all of this great stuff at the, the beginning of the year, but what I feel like is that people do a lot of body shaming and a lot of just self-shaming. And so I don't know, this whole month we're going to be talking about uh, finding ways to love parts of your body, to getting into your body, to feeling your body. And so um, I'm all for you guys being healthy and everyone being healthy, me included, and moving our body and taking care of our temples. But there's also something about shaming yourself a lot along the way that just doesn't feel so great. And I can honestly tell you, the more you shame your body, the more it's going to hold on to shit that it doesn't need to hold on to.
2: And I think a lot of the things what I don't like about the resolution thing that everybody does, because they, they like create some huge thing, like I'm going to lose 25 pounds this month or something, which is, you know, really kind of impossible. And then they just, when they don't do it, they just start beating themselves up. It's like, yeah, I should have done, I can't believe I didn't get this done, blah, 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 my body, blah. I'm just not good enough, and blah, 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 I don't know why I can't get this done. And I just think it starts a really bad cycle of trying to do something that's kind of outrageous and then not succeeding. So a point of
0: like what I'm hearing you say is a little bit of these outrageous expectations or outrageous... Or unrealistic goals without little milestones along the way or without little um, areas that they can celebrate successes. Like 25 pounds a year is broken down to one or two pounds a month, which is much healthier for you, right? But I, I've also run into people who are like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this month. And I was like, wow,
2: okay. I lost 25 pounds in three months. Right. Which was pretty easy. Yeah once I set my mind to doing what I needed to do. Right. And I also had a plan and, you know, it was, and I wasn't married to, I didn't have a goal that I was going to lose that much. I just was trying to get healthy. Right. Yeah. I was just trying to eat way healthier and take care of myself.
0: Yeah. Well now, now you can plan with patchouli. I can plan with patchouli. To bring in grounding. Okay, cool. Well, should we just go straight into the ritual? Yeah, we should. Okay, awesome. So along the theme of uh, coming into body acceptance and love and, like, letting go of body shame, this week's ritual is, I think, fun. Um, And it's to find one part of your body that you love every day for seven days and then to anoint that part of your body with the drop of patchouli. So it could be like, so I'm going to be really radical. If you absolutely hate your body, just, I want you to know you're not alone. So there's, there's nothing wrong with that because we can all start from somewhere. We're all on the journey of accepting ourselves. But if you absolutely hate your body, I'm going to ask you to probably start with like your little toenail or your pinky nail or A freckle on your right cheek, like one tiny little part of your body, and put a drop of oil on it. And the mantra is, I am whole, I am magnificent, I love me. And so, really, just kind of infusing the point that you've decided that you are able to fall in love with for that day, for that moment. And you can always go back and not be nice to yourself, even though I would not love that. But for one moment, pick a part on your body fall in love with it, put a drop of patchouli and say, I am whole. I am magnificent. I love me. And then if you can breathe that through the rest of your body. So I of course have my eyes closed right now, but I'm imagining just a few breaths, a few extra rounds of this. I am whole. I am magnificent. I love me. And letting it go from say that, that, um, small, big toe and having it come all the way up to your knees and then having the energy flow up to your hips and then having the energy flow up to your heart and then having the energy go down to your fingertips and then it's going to go up to the top of your head. Just spending some time letting that, the words of, I am whole, I am magnificent, and I love me, washing over your body.
2: Nice. Yeah, right? So should they pick the same place on their body every day or should they try to find different ones every day?
0: Well, I think that when I originally came up with this, it was different parts of your body. Like today, I'm going to be able to love my big toe. And then tomorrow, I'm going to love my belly button. And then the next day, I'm going to love my right nipple. Or like, who knows, right? You could do butt cheek. You could do knee. You could do earlobe. You can do this one strand of hair. Um, If you really, really have a hard time loving an aspect of your body and you can pick one like your big left toe then stick with your big left toe for seven days and and pull that information pull that love pull the mantra and the breath all the way through the body seven days in a row if you have a pretty decent um relationship with your body then absolutely pick seven different seven different parts Does that make sense yes it does Okay, Janet, what body part are you
2: starting with? Um, hmm. I think I'm going to start with my calves. Oh, I love your calves. You have sexy calves.
0: <laughs> cool. I think I'm going to start with my nose. Nice. Oh. oh, no, that's next week. Never mind. <laughs> I was getting ahead of myself. I wanted to yeah well I'll tell you next week about all that something yeah. I had a, I had something we have to very important share next week about the oil but this week um is uh great to go we're good to go
2: and next it'd week. be really great if you listen to everyone this month because it's kind of a progression along the way about loving your body and loving yourself so
0: yeah really
2: I'm excited for this month
0: Yeah, and, you know, Janet and I are definitely on this journey of loving our bodies um, just as they are, and we're both, um, you know, kind of curvy girls, and so we just want you to know you're not alone, and uh, whether you're curvy, or thin, or flat, or vivacious, or bodacious, or like it doesn't matter because we all just have skin and it's all just skin and um, all skin is so beautiful and worthy of being loved. So especially worthy of being loved from you.
2: Yes. And I have to say, I mean, even when I was, you know, young and really thin, I thought I was completely, utterly fat. And so I feel like I have a way better relationship with my body now than I did when I weighed a hundred pounds, which is kind of interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it honestly, as much as I've worked with different sized women over the years, it doesn't matter if you're 98 pounds or you're 400 pounds. It seems as though there is a core at most of us that has issues with our body. It like, it, it doesn't even, it doesn't matter if you're, again, it doesn't matter if you're thin or whatever. And so if you have no issues, yay, please share with us some tips and tricks of um, things that uh, you do to love on yourself and love on your body. And then um, if you need extra support, please feel free to reach out to us individually. And um, Janet and I love to to work with people with regard to their bodies and loving their bodies. So anyway, cool. Yay. Yay. I think this is great. Yay. Happy New Year every year, every year. Happy New Year (laughs) every year. And I am not even drinking, yay. yay. So, um, yeah, I'll be catching up with you guys in February with some cocktails. But until then, enjoy patchouli, um, allow it to bring a rich earthiness into you, and um, may you have a
1: prosperous and love-filled week. Please visit empoweryouroils.com
3: sure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog. Or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.